Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. Raisin Bran. You got to put Raisin Bran up there. Everybody knows it. It's Mike Shope. Listen, get your own stupid old dying person team and and choose your own cereals. And the Bulldog. I shall unleash my fury upon you like the crashing of a thousand waves. That cereal is soggy. You reach into the fridge for the milk and open the lid on the milk to pour it in there, and that crap is already soggy. I am untethered, and my rage knows no bounds. <laughs> That's a problem. That's a problem for a cereal. Oh, I, I, a huge problem. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog on WGR Sports Radio 550. Kind of amazing to think about how here are the Bills. One win away from the two seed and a fourth straight division title. And with that reality, Sean McDermott can be getting a question about whether Stefan Diggs is relevant anymore. You know? Relevant. He's it's not whether like he's old or if he's happy or I'm not sure, by the way, that's the wording of a particular question. I'm not trying to single anybody out. It's just that that could be a I think it's fair, right? I think that that, that could be an actual topic are you planning to use him do you think you need him yeah right right <laughs> right yeah. do you remember him do, yeah. you, do you still keep in touch with him <laughs> do you know who we're talking about do you know him do you claim to know him i was thinking about that a little bit yesterday i was actually here yesterday but then i left very rudely right before three so bulldog like here take it um like Oh, McDermott, (laughs) I remembered, you can maybe help me figure out like what was maybe said that triggered this back in the summer, McDermott talking about Allen and how they talked every day. He said they they had a conversation every day and something about, I don't know whether it was from the game or some other, you know, conversation that was being had made me think about that. Like, I wonder if they do actually talk, like, what do they talk about every day? Um, Anyway. It's kind of, it's just, the Diggs example is just so, it's a good example, I think, of here are the Bills in this great position after a difficult year, and yet, you know, there are good, real questions about, like, actually how good they are, I think, right now. So, that's not what uh, matters, though, how some how good somebody thinks you are. Your no, record is no. what matters. Yes. No. There, there's something you didn't know. Stringing, stringing wins together and stacking wins together, and yeah, yeah. I, I wondered. I, it was, 
yesterday was it felt like um you know, i even asked sal yesterday afternoon like are we is it gonna be a week of digs drama here like what like what, 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 what we got here uh and i don't know may, maybe drop yeah I, I feel like anytime i ask a question like that i'm gonna be guilty of helping to create the drama yes and, and, I, and i definitely don't want to create the drama but i'm you know i'm just over here hanging out and i've got tim graham tweeting about them ending the zoom call before i can ask a follow-up and like what's what, are we okay is everybody okay uh I, you know is he okay i think he's okay i, I, don't, I don't know the thing that makes the most sense about it is that everybody's on edge yeah like the fans yeah. are on edge the bills are on edge probably maybe the media is on edge i don't know like yeah. you're start. you're questioning what effect you're making a point might have on the overall here. If I, if I say something, is it going to make it worse? Right. Everybody's edgy. Everybody's edgy. Yeah, I think it makes sense that they're 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 trying to put keep him on a pitch count. I mean, I I don't know if he's he's nursing something that isn't on the injury report, but a lot of folks very astutely pointed out to me pretty quickly yesterday when this came up that he did show up on the injury report with a back injury before the Broncos game. And he ended up not with a – he had no game designation, but during the week he was limited and with a back and then fine and clean since then. Like there's been nothing on the injury report. Um, but I wonder if he's able to practice, but they're still sort of nursing him to make sure they, you know, that he's available when they, quote-unquote, really need him. Is that even this game if, like, the Steelers lose? <laughs> right? I don't know. I'm really curious to see what I, – I think I, I, I think history, I think McDermott's history tells us what they will do if they are assured of a spot, and that's they will try to win the game to get the two home games. Uh, I, I would guess that that's what they, they would do. That's how they've behaved before in these spots. Um, but that doesn't have to mean that everybody goes, you know, that, that you wouldn't nurse guys along if you have been doing that already. And that's a big if, because I don't know if that's the case with Diggs at all. It just – it could add up and explain, you know, 66% snap count on Sunday. So fans have it down now that if the Jaguars, well, first the Steelers on Saturday in Baltimore, and then the Jaguars win, that the Bills will need, unless the Texans and Colts tie, I guess, that right. the Bills will need the win in Miami uh, to even make the playoffs. Let's say, just for fun, that Baltimore wins, and so you're in. You know by 8 o'clock Saturday that you're in. That's correct, isn't it? Like a Pittsburgh loss would clinch a spot for the Bills. And let's say that uh, Jacksonville wins at Tennessee. They're favored. Do you know what happens then if the Bills lose in Miami? They go right back back to Miami. Miami. Yeah, right. (laughs) I don't know. I think like you do. And the Dolphins are the same thing, only they're in already for sure. And that's, right, again, it could be the Bills Saturday. They're playing for two versus, you know, whatever. Six. Um, six, right? Yeah, because five and three are locked up already. Five and three are locked up, and so the Dolphins one. have the extra win, so they won't fall to seven, I think. I don't, that, right, I don't think that's right. possible. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and I'm I, listen, um, the, way, the way I said that might imply that I don't agree with McDermott, uh, but I, I would also value getting getting two home games. Oh, so I, I would I would expect that, and I would want them to go try to beat Miami. I you know, if you know that that's where you're going, I don't know how much that plays into it. Um, you know that opponent again, uh, but I I would I would prefer to be the two and be home because you never know. I mean, somebody you know is Baltimore infallible? They never have been. Maybe they are this year, 
But, you know, whatever. You're the two. You're home for the duration if something happens to them. I want to stop just like one step short of saying something like, you have to want that. Because I think maybe somebody would disagree with that. That that seven, at whatever cost, right, we're talking about something that we think would tangibly, you know, uh, reduce the risk of Sunday night, you know, injuries, right? That's why you, mm-hmm. that's why you sit guys, rest and whatever. So somebody might be able to convince you that doing that, which would perhaps mean losing that game, oh well, I'll be back, I'll be back here in a week, see you in a week, back to Miami, and then Baltimore, and then take what you get, is not worse than, again, I'm not liking this from, I, I don't want to be the one saying it, I'm just trying to test this. Uh-huh. Like, I got you. Then okay. pushing yeah. to win the game, then you're the two, then you draw Houston, maybe, or somebody, Indianapolis, and then you get Kansas City, perhaps, that you would if they won, in week two of the playoffs at home, and then maybe the Ravens or, you know, there's a chance there you play all three games at home. You know, that Baltimore yeah, right. goes that's down. What in I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I feel like the two is a value, of course, for the two games to begin with. But, you know, you could end up right where we ended up in 2021, which was, you know, they, they weren't the one, but KC got knocked off and you were ready to host the game if, if you know, you could have. Tennessee. Yeah, right. Yeah. All right, well, there's one definitive scientific way to determine which teams are better than the others, and that is reverse yes. AFC power rankings, which um, are back here as it is Tuesday afternoon. We're sort of, are we to a sort of a normal uh, existence here yesterday? I definitely feel like the best thing for me personally about working yesterday was what you just said. I, I no longer have any confusion about what day it is because yes. yesterday was New Year's Day. It was Buffalo Bills Football Monday. I said that uh, you know fifty times, and I'm I'm good. You had Eric Wood. <laughs> you had Eric talked to Eric Wood. I knew I knew it, and and I knew it was Monday. And so today's Tuesday, and Ross Tucker and is Trista along for today? As far as I, I know. I'm, okay. Um. So yeah, I, I feel a hundred percent adjusted. All right, good. I did have a I did have a mishap, mishap. I mentioned this yesterday. I went to lunch with an old friend of mine on Friday afternoon, and at one point in the conversation, he mentioned how this is a great way to start a Saturday, and I didn't I didn't correct him because I just nodded and went like, "Yeah, this is great. It's nice to see you." And then like twenty minutes later, one of us looked at our phones and went like, "You know, today's Friday." Mm. Well, that's the <laughs> that's the joy of the holiday season, just never yeah, having any idea. There's football on constantly, so you're right. you know there's sports on at eleven in the morning, right. uh, soccer, college football, bowl games, hockey can be like just it's it's yeah. hard to it's hard to keep it straight. It's hard to keep junior it hockey has been going on. Junior hockey, Sweden, yeah, Ju- women's Canada hockey, women's yes, hockey, that's right. Everything is just very confusing. It's time for reverse AFC power rankings, powered by powered. Get it. By Empire Electric, your residential neighborhood electrician. Visit EmpireElectricians.com. Right. So we'll question the relevance of power rankings once we get past the regular season, but ha! let them do that. That was a scoff. That was a that I, was the I sound sco- a scoff I sco- makes. I scoff. <laughs> what does the fox say? No one knows. What does a scoff sound like? It sounds like that. Exactly yeah. like that. 16. Oh, you missed last week, by the way. So you might uh, be yeah. surprised. I don't know if you know how it went, but I, I um, 
I know you'll take this in the spirit it's intended. I, I didn't I didn't keep track. I didn't look. No. I, I, was, I was on vacation, no. Mike. I, was unplu- I unplugged. How about me listening yesterday? I know. Right? That you had to jar right? you. <laughs> that had to jar you. Well, it, funny enough, it, it was the fantasy segment at the end. Oh, that wasn't the whole show? I turned it on and you were talking about fantasy. I figured that's you spent the whole show on it. Uh, all right. All right, 16. Uh, I'll go Titans. Hmm. New England. I'm still New England. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't mind that at all. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know if they. They. You know. They were. They were pretty good here on Sunday. I guess. I don't know. Were they? Were they? <laughs> okay, so they can stop you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do much on offense. No. Yeah. I. We'll get to it. Or we'll just not, because that's two days ago now, what happened in that game. Uh, 15. Titans. Denver. No, I'm going to go Titans here. Thank you. (laughs) Always looking out for you. Way way to ram that through. Uh, All right. 14. Denver. Who won on Sunday? Did Denver beat the Chargers? Or did yes. The Chargers... Okay. Denver won right. with Jarrett Stidham against yeah. Easton Stick, yeah. who made it interesting against the Bills an- another time since we've talked last. <laughs> yes, it's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Oh, uh, now you're... that the now that the fantasy season is over, I can't access the the app I use to get stats from games. I was going to look up Denver's stats against the Chargers, like what might have happened in that game to, you know, uh-huh. illustrate how just bereft of anything interesting it might have been. But the fantasy season is over, so my ESPN fantasy app, which is the one where I go to all the box scores, mm. it, I can't do that now. I think you know, they, they, they have a regular ESPN app that'll let you do that. I don't want that. Okay. I don't want anything on my phone that isn't fantasy football related at all. Gotcha. Period. And but, but, so so De- Denver be- before the Chargers here. For me, yes. Maybe that is dumb. Yeah, I can't do that yet. I'm going to go Chargers here. That's where I'm at. Okay. I would go Chargers here. Yeah. Chargers were 16 last week. Well. After losing to the Bills by two points. Uh, 13. <laughs> and I'll, uh, Denver. I, I, I still might think the Jets next. Ah, I, I kind of want to go Denver here. I do. I, I don't... All right. Well, I, I, I push through two of my... Uh, two agendas. Two of my agendas. Thank you. Yes. Uh, so, I, fine. I'll get out of the way. We can put Denver here. I, I mean, where is it headed? Wilson will be out. Sean Payton will not. And, like, can they bring in somebody that they can just win with? No. I feel like the Broncos are a mess still. And, yeah. and a year ago, they were a mess. They they blamed it on Hackett. You know, it made sense that he was out. Peyton made fun of him. And really, how are they different a year later? They had some turnover luck and stayed in the race. Are they out, by the way? Can Denver yeah, still out. get in? They're out. They, out, okay. They I, they I think on the fringes, their game can have some impact on tiebreakers or yes. something, but they cannot get in. They're All right. eliminated. All right, correct. 
Um, yeah, I, I, it's they're worse off this year than they were last year. I mean, they're more embarrassing. I mean, they're they're sitting. They were in a playoff race. They and they sat their quarterback down because they don't want to risk having to pay him next year. I mean, they're just they're they're a joke. Joke. Twelve. Maybe they should have been sixteen here. I don't, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Yeah. Twelve. I'd like the Jets next. I think. Yep. Okay. Eleven. Raiders? Pittsburgh. Wow, look at you. I want to go Raiders here. You're not buying the Mason Rudolph uh, rebirth here? (laughs) Not really. Not really. But it might be it for Pickett already, though, because this is happening. Like Even if they lose to the Ravens and they don't make it, it just... Right now, they've made that decision. It's kind of this reminds me of like the the Bills mid two thousands post Bledsoe, where okay, like Lossman. This is sort of Pickett is Lossman, where like all right, well, you've kind of made it known that you think your journeyman backup might be better, right? And so that's it. That's get the check. But here comes a new coaching staff, and let's start over. Clean sheet. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that exactly lines up with <laughs> Lossman, I, and what, what Kelly Holcomb, and all that or not. But I ended up going from quite pessimistic about Kenny Pickett when he joined the league after he was drafted to relatively optimistic for him this year. I thought, you know, okay, the same offensive coordinator, but at least you have continuity, and there are good players, some good players around him. I'm stunned by how badly it went, yeah. and I'm just usually negative on Pittsburgh, uh, but I'm just. I can't believe it went so badly for Kenny Pickett. I said more times than I should admit right now, and I'm going to say it again, that I liked him in that game. They got absolutely curb stomped here against the Bills last year. I thought there were good, like, traits, you know? Like, I'm I'm not a scout, but I just I thought there were a lot of things to like about how he played, even though they got murdered in the game. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, he, he may, may by default end up their, their guy next year, but I think it's over. When you impress in a game, you lose thirty-eight to three. Yeah, that's maybe the bar is a little. Low. I don't know that there was a universal acclaim for his performance, no. but I, I liked it. I just... The world could not believe the acclaim that was doled out toward Kenny Pickett in a thirty-five point loss. First career start, I think, wasn't it? That might be right. All right, uh, ten. Where? Who did we put eleven? Eleven is the Raiders. Ten is Pittsburgh okay. for me. Okay. Sure, I'll put him there. I think I would rather... What what is it, them or the Bengals, basically, is what what, what we're talking about? I think that's what we're talking about, right? Or the AFC South teams. They all have about the same record. Yeah. Pittsburgh, 10, 9. See, I'm going to only go Indianapolis here. Oh, I would go Bengals here. Hmm. Well, for, like, right now, the, the questions for all these teams are more about the future, but... For right now, I would have to say Cincinnati is next for me. The, the Colts are alive, and um, I want to respect that. You know, is Joe Burrow healthy in the future? Yes, but right now, no. Makes a right. big difference. Their defense has kind of been roughed up pretty badly. Bengals at nine. Eight. I'll go Colts here. Colts at eight. Okay. 
Seven. Jaguars. Jacksonville. Okay. Second week in a row, the committee finds Houston to be the best team in the AFC South. I don't know. I think the only reason, well, no, Stroud being so promising is a part of this. But it's that. It's almost like the, all of it for me. Expectations. Like Jacksonville was just supposed to cakewalk here, and they're not at all. And Indianapolis is a little bit, you know, plucky. And, you know, Houston is just shocking that they've made this big of a jump. So I think, I'm not saying you necessarily, but I feel like that's why the vibe is different there. The mm-hmm. ex- expectations were zero. And for Jacksonville, the only – it was one of those seasons where you couldn't do anything but win the division kind of easily to right. impress. And, and, and maybe even, you know, be a be a – a candidate for the one. Right. And they didn't get near that, really. They did not. Uh, they are 9-7 and seven with a plus 14-point differential, which is the same as the Buccaneers, who just beat them recently, kind of easily. Six. Did did this, did this make the Texans six, or do we still have to Six is the Texans? Six. Yeah, yeah, we have to six, declare. Six, I would say, is Texans, yes. Okay. Five. <clears throat> Kansas City. I mean, that offense is just – it's its not going to get right this year. They're going to have to figure something out in the offseason. The Bengals were giving them all they could handle. They I'm still have Mahomes, this. but I'm, – I'm good with the Chiefs at five. Okay. I, okay. Lo- I like all the other AFC teams almost significantly more so than I like them right now. I get it, but I don't want to play them. Which is not the – that mm-hmm. Jeremy is is screaming in his car – like what is the exercise about what, here? What, what is the obje- what is the object? What, what are, are we trying, trying to figure out? Right. We are not trying. We're not playing. Do you want to play them? Right. So what? What am I saying here by by saying I like the other AFC teams more that I would rather play the Chiefs than the Browns right now? You are. Well, right. you're not. You don't mean to be. I, I. I think I might even put my name on that. I would rather play the Dolphins than the Chiefs. The Dolphins are, of these teams, the one I'd most want to play. They're completely destroyed by injuries, too. Just the good team point and the injury list, they're the least, to me, dangerous of the remaining teams. So I'll just say Miami 4, then, because that, that's... No, yeah, I'm all right with that. Okay. Three. Browns. Buffalo. Yeah. They've got something in Bills. Flacco. Bills. Wow. Just not impressive. Just so many weeks in a row. But they have been impressive. He does look impressive. Like they've they've unlocked something with Ninjoku. Like he looks amazing. They're smoking everybody. The Bills are squeezing out wins against New England and the Chargers when they're not losing to teams like that. Two Browns, one Ravens. Anybody want to say the Ravens are two? No. Okay. No. It is written. No. Yeah, that, that looks, uh, they look, wow. Yeah. Lamar sewed it up, right? Yes, I think so. I mean, we can ask Trista, gonna, but. He's not going to play. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I can't believe that anybody's catching him now for MVP. The fact that he's not going to play will help him, maybe, because he can't have the bad game against Pittsburgh that he always has. So, yeah, I think that uh, probably does it. And McCaffrey got hurt. And Allen had what? I mean, 15 completions or whatever it was, 150 yards. Two more rushing touchdowns to completely smash records again here in terms of rushing. But um, that's kind of what it, what all, all, of, all that it was got there. All right, 803-0550 for your takes here. The rankings, the game Sunday night. Trista Crick, Ross Tucker today. Mike Shope and the Bulldog. This is WGR. Medically, there's nothing big that's been, to my knowledge, ailing him and, and the communication I'm getting from Nate, our trainer on that. And it's, you know, just Josh going through his reads, going through his progressions and making sure going through the progressions properly and, and getting Steph involved. He hasn't been as involved maybe as much as we would have liked the last couple of games. But we've got to continue to, just like all three phases of our team, in this case, our offense has continued to develop, continue to improve and, and find production through the progression. Okay, some words there. Sean McDermott, Stephon Diggs, where did he go? Yeah, you know, I don't really mean this as a criticism, but when it comes to Diggs, or even Allen sometimes, I sort of alluded to this earlier, what you generally don't get from McDermott is what they told him. You know, like here we've got what the trainer says about how Diggs is feeling, and I wouldn't overreact to that. Like, maybe it sounds like I'm doing... Because, um, you know, coaches, of course, McDermott included, don't want to tell you very much about anything. So if they are having conversations about his back or just whatever is going on, McDermott would not necessarily be inclined to share them. He probably would definitely try not to. Still, as far as I know, the trainer says he's good. After the game, he McDermott was asked about Diggs not being on the field for series to start the second half, and he said he didn't know. Like he, he, not in those words, but I'll have to find out. I couldn't tell you basically is what he said. And so, I mean, he's the defensive coordinator, right? Like that's not anything new, but sometimes to me, it just sort of feels like he's kind of detached from their offense. And I kind of don't mind (laughs) if, if if that were, (laughs) if that were true, I think I'd be fine with it, you know? Yeah. 
I did. I, I know how closely you watched on Sunday, but, you know, I, I mentioned this yesterday talking to Sal. Because, um, you know, if we're if, if, if this <laughs> – whatever this is, this, this subject, digs. I don't, I don't want to say the other word that begins with a D. If, if it's a, just sort of – if it's a thing again, like, okay, have you noticed anything? Because I know last year, you know, by like a, a week or two from now, we're in the playoffs and it's, you know, demonstrative gesturing and like, oh, my God, what's wrong? And like that's the that's the starting point, I feel like, of, of everything that has happened between then and now is, is that was where it began. Um, to an extent, I know you, you always mentioned that Thanksgiving, there was a, it looked like, you know, McDermott trying to calm digs down in Detroit on Thanksgiving when he hadn't gotten a target, um, in the first half. That was the game against Cleveland in Detroit the week before. Thank you. Yeah. Um, But that is right. That's kind of where it started for me. Right. Um, I noticed on Sunday, he and McDermott, Diggs and McDermott, sometime in the second half, they're like the cameras just, you know, there was a shot of the, just the two of them. And it was, I don't know, they didn't exactly have their arms around one another, but they were speaking very closely. Diggs was listening to what McDermott was saying, and it looked like a very, it looked like a very positive interaction, I would say. And But, you know, that's four seconds on television. And so, I'm But if, if, you, if you had to guess, Bulldog, what that was about, wouldn't it be about his actions? It's not about a, a play call. McDermott is not holding Diggs close to talk to him about a play call. Right. Oh no, I, I I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, how I, he's I, it's how he's acting, or you know something yeah. he said, maybe leadership type stuff, or or just you know, like I know you're not getting your. I, my guess might be, I know you're still not getting the, the targets, but we're all good here, and like just keep going, and like digs to me looks to me on board. Like I, I don't I don't I don't I don't watch them and think Diggs is in distress about any of this stuff. Right I, now, I was listening to Jeremy talk about this yesterday. And I sort of liked where his his tone was, too. He said, and I think he prefaced by saying he was speculating, but like Diggs, this is true. Like Diggs would know from a lot of experience that anything he does is a story. Anything he says. Now he's not talking, right, after this game either. Like, I'm not saying that, I'm not sure that's a trend, but I think I saw that on Sunday. Anything, he puts his hands out on the third play, third offense play, the playoff game against Cincinnati, like, whoa. Anything can be a story when it comes to him. And so Jeremy was saying how, like, take the long one that Allen missed that was overthrown by a yard or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, Diggs just sort of slows into a jog and shuffles off the field. Like, there's no – it's all all, (laughs) – this is the (laughs) – this is life as Diggs, right? Like, even that can you make you wonder, what is that supposed to mean? Because it's all a little bit different. Was he – Bouncing buoyantly enough as he jogged. <laughs> was it a dejected jog? Did he have his head right, down? Right, right. We're, we're psychotic. So I'm just gonna just gonna jog to the bench now. I'll right. just be a good soldier but here. It, but and... I better look like I'm I'm happy. <laughs> but you know, like yeah. even that can make you go, hmm. Is he, is he pissed? I mean, just yeah. what what is it? So I, I like they did give him a rush in this game. Yep. Do you know how many carries he has as a bill? Four. Three. Okay, right. like I'm watching Sunday and I'm going. I, I haven't seen that too many times, but I would. I might have guessed like ten times yeah. since he's been here that he's done some sort of a handoff play. He has three carries for three yards. That was his career long, uh, or Bills long anyway. Five yard, the five yard carry against yeah. uh, New England. 
So. That was yeah. He's been in the backfield intermittently. That was that was one such play, and there have been pass plays where they've gone to him. It's an easy matchup, maybe hard hard to get maybe the guy the defense wants on him if he's back there, and they've used that a couple times on third downs, I think. And I, you know, it's getting harder and harder to, uh, you know, make this point and not sound like um, like delusional, but. All the stuff, the handoff, lining up in the backfield, the bubble screens, all the stuff. I, 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 all I can hope right now is that they're just filling teams with other things to worry about with him, and that when it matters the most, they they will use that to their advantage. Like, like we're going to give you this look, but guess what? He's he's not catching a a, a you know a pass parallel to the line of scrimmage he's actually going to run he's going to run a post uh, or something there's something that they can use to their advantage in a moment where they really need it like i'm just hoping it's a it's part of a setup you're hoping but do you think it uh, i, I, I think, do not i think like 30 <laughs> percent. yeah i mean they are they have been in must win mode for a month and they can't get him the ball i'm just like i i don't know i'm i'm lacking for confidence on this i'm not blaming him but the, the thing about it, we, I, I just, again, I always want to say, I can't wait to see how this goes because, like, they are winning now and suddenly they are, like, this close to a great position, home games, all of it. Kansas City looks terrible. Like, it really is right there now. And, yeah, as good as they've been through this stretch. They've never been the one seed. So the two is the best they've ever done. That's they've right. Been. That's right. But, but, but. I can't, like, I'm hearing whatever McDermott is talking about there and progressions and stuff. You know, um, Allen last week was talking about, hey, you know, if they want to cover other guys, like, you know, just sort of maybe hoping that one of these weeks teams are going to just not take Stephon Diggs seriously. I think Miami, I think Jalen Ramsey is going to just sort of forget which one is Diggs. (laughs) Like, all of this, I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. I don't know if he's struggling physically, but I've wondered that for a month, too. You know, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I thought of it when they were playing the Broncos. I asked Sal last week if he thought Diggs was hurt. He's like, not that I know of. Right. So it makes you wonder. And and the Eric Eager point from before the season about number two receivers and how important it is in the playoffs to have a second guy. Now... Maybe that's all out the window, and anything can be a small sample. Any season can just be you, – you, you take the ball away. You, you're plus three every week. You're going to win no matter what. Right. But maybe because of the shift in defense and the struggles that some of the top offensive teams in the league this year have had, and you see even the Bills like sort of shifting into a running-oriented team, maybe these things sort of cancel Eric's point. Like think of T. Higgins first, like the mm-hmm. the the quality of your number two receiver, because by the playoffs, teams have that lockdown corner, or they have had all season to prepare for you. And the teams that are good probably got there doing a good job on other teams' number one receivers. Yeah, like that's the Chiefs. The, right. the Chiefs have a guy where nobody's one is getting off, and that includes Diggs, who they threw the ball to him eleven times in Kansas City. They know, tried three or four, four catches, four for twenty-four. Yeah. In a close game. So I, I love Eric's analysis on that. And not only do I not know where they're at with their number one, like I can't trust that as well as I would have 
100% of the time the last three years. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what they are after him. Right. You you might be counting on Khalil Shakir. That he's the one guy who you're like, yes. okay. But you also have a super low you know, standard for him. Mm-hmm. And and he's exceeding it by doing what? By catching three or four passes himself, not eight. You you have no you, you don't know. It's fifty fifty whether Davis is going to catch anything in a game. Really, what they have right now is a passing offense that like, not. On one hand, spreading it around is great, right? Get more guys to defend, uh, all that. But the, nobody's really getting fed. Like it's they're, they're, like no no one's getting fed. Oh, only Cook. On yeah. the ground, on the ground. Right. He's getting fed. He carries 20 times against the Chargers. Doesn't catch a pass. He might have had a catch. Might have had one on Sunday. I mean, yeah, it's absolutely, it's been evident since the first game with Brady. It's about the running backs. And I have no doubt it's exactly what McDermott wants. And they are winning, and so good for them. That's what it's about. Rasul Douglas helps a little bit. Like there, that, that's what it's about. But he's on the team, and he's he goes into the the calculus with all this. You know, like yeah. my my premise has been this year since London, their defense will not hold up because these injuries. It's too much. Well, I'm not right yet. Like their defense has done very well. Yeah, they've made, they've made it. Well, we'll see. Sunday's Sunday's a different deal, and and they had all their guys. Trey White got hurt late in that game. That's before Jacksonville, so before Milano, before Jones. They've not had to deal with this. I mean, Dallas should have maybe been this, but they I mean, they just shut them down. Dallas just didn't bother. Yeah. Dallas. Um, so, but, yeah, they made, they've made it through 16 games here and have this record and are on this win streak, and the defense has, I feel like, they adjusted on the fly. And, and Douglas – I mean, Douglas maybe has just flat-out replaced Trey White for them. I mean, I'm not saying, like, moving forward in the big picture, but, like, he's a number one corner. That's what he is. And without him, I don't know, maybe this whole thing would have would have broken down already on defense anyway. We'll see what it looks like against Tyreek. And they won't have Waddle. Or Mostert, probably. I've, I assume they'll have Mostert. Okay. Well, I, I don't know that I'm right, but my thought on him last week was like he has been on the injury report a lot, and it's a knee and an ankle. Like he's old, and he's got 21 touchdowns. You know, they're in the playoffs. What McDaniel said about him at in Baltimore was like he just didn't respond to the treatment as well as we would have hoped, or as well as he's done before. So I think you've got wear and tear uh, on Mostert. Um, HN, now they got blown out, but HN got a lot of the work. I thought maybe Jeff Wilson would get the ball for the Dolphins, like sort of replacing Mostert mostly, and then HN would be, HN's not big. He's super fast. He had two touchdowns in the game here, if you remember. You know, in the slot without Waddle, just sort of different things. And they did some of that too, but he was also like their number one back. Without uh, without most, and he ate a lot. He had like yard yard per carry was huge. Oh yeah, I think early. Yeah, right before the game, just like the game here, there were so many similarities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had maybe eighty five yards in the first quarter or something. Hn, but the score got stupid. He is really exciting. Um, So I I feel like Waddle. I'm assuming no. Mostert. I've kind of been thinking yes, but I don't know. I wonder just how. I'm just only asking, 
how hell bent the Miami Dolphins are to win yeah, this game. Yeah, that, that I I wondered about that too. Like they they're in, they're already in, and maybe they really value being home. Like like I'm saying, the Bills will, but the injuries could, I it, it could lead you to let's just put our heads down and regroup, and we'll go wherever we got to go next week, um, because which is we, Kansas City, right? We'd rather rest people. Uh. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Um, I, I don't know. I doubt that they'll get there. They have a chance to win a division, um, so I, I would think they'll go for it. But I feel like of the two teams, their injury situation and them already having the spot locked up, boy, I, I would think they're spending a decent amount of time talking about whether or not, like how, how to proceed. 803-0550 to call us. We'll have Trista Crick and Ross Tucker today. Mike Schopen, the Bulldog, WGR. Welcome back. What a week. Bills and Dolphins Sunday night, final game of the NFL regular season, and you know the deal. The winner takes the AFC East. For the Bills, it would be for the fourth year in a row. And the ripple effects may or may not be significant. The The premise here, of course, is easier road, easier first-round matchup, home games, everything. It sounds good. This Bills season has been one where if you, you know, bet their games based on which looked easier and not, right. you'd, be a, you'd be broke. Maybe we should wish for them to have to go play Baltimore in week one of the playoffs. Yeah, is there a way to do that? <laughs> right. What's this? Kyle Allen is starting? What's this? <laughs> so um, it's, a, it's a chance for the Dolphins, who would have been targeting the Bills here for years now, lost to them in the playoffs last year, want to beat the Dolphins, want to be something. But so far, they're a team that's been fun and interesting in the regular season, but that's it. And they haven't beat the Bills yet, like where when it matters. This is their chance to do that. But if they lose in the first round and the Bills roll, like it won't even matter. Like no, it, it won't be a thing. If that doesn't happen, or the Bills end up losing this game and missing the playoffs altogether, within the Dolphins have really done something. So it seems like it should be massive. It feels big. But, um, you know, we'll see what happens after that. Maybe it won't be. I was, uh, not that you necessarily care, but I was here yesterday. They, they asked us all to work January 1. Fine. I mean, it's such an interesting, you know, time here. Happy to do it. Got here, and I got a text. My wife was injured uh, playing sports yesterday. You know sports? You ever played sports? Sports. I've played sports. So she was playing some sports. Ball and racket type sports or just sports in general. I've done all of it. Yep. So she was playing some sports and it got hurt. And so um, I went to be with her. And today we were at the facility today to get an examination, get some, you know, a plan into into action here. Uh-huh. She, she's fine. It could it could have been worse. Uh, but, you know, so she's. Anyway, I'm trying to think of, like, what do I want to say here? But, you know, she's fine. And I just had the thought, Bulldog, that like is January 2nd a very busy day? in physical therapy with 
people and their resolutions. You know, I'm going to start running. Oh, right. I'm going to start. Like, I need to get back into shape. And then, uh-oh. I don't know. Are ER, like our like emergent care and ER visits up on January 2nd? I don't know. There's drinking. There's a weekend. Right, right. You know, like maybe. Yep. So I asked the guy that we had today this question, like, is is – Maybe even in the world of physical therapy, you sort of dread January 2nd. Like, okay, everybody's coming in off their boozy weekend. And none of this applies to my wife, by the way. I just had a random thing. But, you know, I said it, yep. right? You, today, maybe there's just a fl- the The waiting room is packed with people who decided to get in shape again and, you know, twisted something, whatever. So he said, maybe later in the week. It might get to the point where, because it's okay. been a, f- a few days, you know, you're getting into, you're getting back out there. And um, maybe later in the week, but not so much this morning. Are you doing anything like this? You're already working out a lot anyway, so you don't have to start working out. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I, and I even had a, a, a decent week while I was off. Like sometimes when I'm off and I'm just home, it's harder for me to stay in the routine. Um, I, I don't know why. It's really just a mental thing. I've got, I've got more time than I normally have, but for some reason it just feels like a vacation. I don't want to go do that, but I did last week. So yeah, ninety minutes a day on the bike downstairs, watching often crappy TV shows. Uh, <laughs> but so yeah, I'm I'm I feel I feel better than I have, have felt in fifteen years. All right, as we as we begin a new year, like that that episode in the summer when I got sick and was hospitalized for all that time. Uh, it, it turns out like that, that did me a lot of good. Good, good. I mean, it was not fun to go through, but it, it, it did me a lot of good. Do people so. start resolutions going the other direction? <laughs> right, this, I'm going to do this less. This year, I'm, I'm just letting myself go to hell. Yeah, I'm just going to do less this year. <laughs> I, I've done that. I don't know that I've consciously done it, but I've done it. <laughs> you know what I want to try in 2024? Sleeping later and <laughs> right. drinking more or something. Yeah, just, right. Yeah. You know, you don't hear about those resolutions. <laughs> Okay. Well, luckily she's all right, and um, it's been an interesting 26 hours. Uh, Trista Crick coming up next. Ross Tucker today as well. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog, WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 